Right, so let's go down. So these are advanced uh, principles about consolidated financial statements. We look at uh, outright disposal, we will look at stage acquisition, we will look at partial disposal and see how the various treatments will be done. So the first one is disposal. So disposal of subsidiary means that the parent company will not have any interest again. So it's an outright sale of the subsidiary. So if they do that, how do we go about it? So this is the profile. It's large and dollar sign up. We bring the proceeds. That is how much we are getting from the disposal. Then we are going to be adding non-controlling interest, most importantly, at the date of disposal. And you may have to do workings for that. Then once you have that, you're going to be lessing your goodwill because the business is no more. So this is goodwill after any impairment. You may do workings for that. Then net asset at disposal. Also to be deducted. So this gives you the gain or loss on the disposal. So that is the first principle on the advanced uh, concept about consolidation. So the proceeds, how much are we getting from the sale? But remember, because we have control and we are selling a company, NCI2 is part of us. So we add the NCI at the date of what? Disposal. Now, how do we get the NCI at the date of disposal? We just bring NCI at what? Acquisition. Right? And then any share of their profit will be what? Given to them. Added. Then any dividend that will be paid to them will be taken out. So this will give us the NCI value at the date of what? Disposal. So we're going to be doing workings for that and then we bring the figure in. Then, because we have now sold the company, we have to de-recognize goodwill in our books. So how do we de-recognize goodwill? By lessing it from the figures that we get. But most importantly, it should be goodwill after what? Impairment. Because at the date of acquisition, we will calculate goodwill. That is the first step. So if we calculate the goodwill, if from the date we acquire till the day the business is sold off, if there are impairments in goodwill, we may have to what? Subtract it. So when we subtract and there is still some amount of goodwill left, then that is what we are going to do what? Deducting. Then the final thing is the net assets as at the date we are what? Disposing of. So net asset at acquisition is used to calculate the initial goodwill. But on the dates that we are selling the company, what is the net asset? So we go to the subsidiary's financial statement, at the date of the disposal, their net asset will be what? De-recognized. Because remember, since we are selling the company, we will no more recognize them in our books. Hence, we have to what? De-recognize it. So we subtract that, and the figure we get is what? The gain or loss on disposal. Now, this gain or loss, where does it go? Where does it go? In the parents' books, isn't it? 
So it goes to the parent group under what? The income statement. How they are getting the idea? It goes to the parent group books in the income statement as a gain. If we are preparing the cash flow statement, then this kind of gain will be what? It was added to profit. So what do we do? We will deduct it in the operating activities. Are you getting the principle there? So that's the first concept. Disposal of subsidiary. Remember, here the entity has no more interest in the subsidiary. It's an outright disposal. Our hands is off. Let's go to the second one. Step acquisition. Step acquisition. Now, companies actually don't outrightly buy other companies. Normally, they do it in stages. So first, they will acquire 30%. Then they will acquire 15%. Then they will acquire 20%. It goes to stages. So when we say step acquisition, is the transfer from non-controlling interest to the controlling what? Interest. So we are buying more of the company. So if you are buying more of the company, how do we do that? So I put a note here, which is very, very important. So we say that to determine the transfer from NCI to the parents, we have to find the value of NCI at the date of the transfer. To determine the transfer from NCI to the parent, we have to find the value of NCI at the date of the transfer. We have to find the value of the NCI at the date of the transfer. Find the value of NCI at the date of the transfer and transfer the percentage of acquisition of that to the parents. And transfer the percentage of acquisition of that to the parents. And transfer the percentage of acquisition of that to the parent. Did you get a concept? So look at what we are going to be doing. Step acquisition. So let me put a simple illustration down. So let's say initially P bought 60% in S and later and later bought 15% additional. This is step acquisition. So how do we go about it? The first thing is to determine our group structure. So on the group structure level, we're going to be having the parents and then the sub. The parent initially had 60%, so now NCI has 40%. Now, what are we saying? We are saying that the rule is that to determine how much to transfer or to determine how to transfer NCI to CI, we must look at the NCI value at the date of what? The transfer. So how do we go about it? So let's say NCI is doing the transfer to the CI, which is what we are looking at. So the pro forma is that we bring the NCI value before the transfer. Before the transfer, 
NCI value before the transfer. Now, when we say NCI value before the transfer, we mean at the date of the transfer. Very, very important. So, at the date of the transfer, what is the NCI value? We bring that. But this is a sweet spot. Then we look at transfer to CI. This is what you have to make sure you understand here. Remember the last sentence I gave on that statement. I said, and transfer the percentage of acquisition of that to what? The parent. So, what is the NCI? 40%. How much is CI buying in addition? 15%. So, to get a transfer to CI, it's going to be the 15% over the 40% times this figure. Okay. Are you following the picture? So, we transfer the percentage of acquisition of that amount. Very, very important. And that is what gives us the transfer. And we're going to be deducting that. Now, we will now get the NCI value after the transfer. So, that is how we deal with the issue about step acquisition. Step acquisition so anytime the parent is acquiring more shares what do we do we take uh, the value of the NCI then we transfer the percent you have to be careful sometimes somebody will go and do 15% of this amount no it should be the 15% of the NCI 40 times that amount that is what you are transferring now at the end of the day this is where your question comes in so, what is the effect of this on the controlling interest? So, let's look at the effect on the controlling interest. That is on the parents. Simple. We're going to have the transfer from the NCI. And then, we bring the fair value of the consideration. And certainly, we're going to be having a reduction in the controlling interest earnings. And that will be a negative. What does it mean? What does it mean? Do you know how much they are transferring to you will be less than how much you are paying them? Do you agree that how much they are transferring to you will be less than how much you are paying them because they have to make a profit on the transfer. Okay. Yeah. Do you get a concept here? So, transfer from the NCI is this. That figure. So, let's say they are transferring 2000 to us. But fair value of consideration, how much did we pay for that 2000 Maybe we paid what? 2500 So, what does it mean? It means our retained earnings will be reduced by what? That is a reduction in controlling interest entries. This is where your question comes in. I hope you are getting the builder. So that is a concept there. That's a concept there. So because NCI is going to be making profit on the transfer, there is always going to be a reduction in the controlling interest retained earnings when there is this step acquisition. Let's move on to the third principle. Now, what do you think will be the journal entry here? Can you find a journal entry here? What will be the journal entry here? 
for for the session. For the yes. What will the double leg keep for everything that is happening here? Okay, from the trans up until the effects. What do you debit? What do you credit? <laughs> what do you take debit? What do you credit? Now, the cost of the transfer, how do you deal with it? Who do you debit to do you credit to the cost of the transfer? That is the amount that you are transferring. Um, Whose value will be reducing? That is the NCI. NCI. Yes. So what balance does NCI keep? Credit balance. So if their value is reducing, you debit what? NCI. Are you getting the picture? You debit NCI. Then what do you credit? The CI. Okay? okay. Yeah. Of the CI because it's a benefit that we are receiving. Then how about the issue in relation to the fair value of consideration? How much you are paying? What will be the double entry for how much you are paying? You pay from your retained earnings. So you debit what? Retained earnings. And then you credit cash or bank. <laughs> This is the fun part. Do you get the concept? That is why technically, technically, there will be a reduction in your retained earnings from this pro forma. Because retained earnings is receiving 2,000. I get it. But you are taking from it 2,500. So technically, your retained earnings will be reducing by what? Okay, 500. You get a treatment? So that is a concept. So step acquisition, that's how we do the treatment in relation to that. Let's look at the third one. Change in ownership. So we will do the opposite. Now, the controlling interest selling to an NCI. 